And there's no situation that this God has ever seen that is beyond repair. Welcome to iHope. We're here to bring encouragement and comfort from the Bible so that you can have a more hope-filled life. We are so glad you joined us here today, and we invite you to embark on this journey of discovery of the power of God's Word and how it can shape our lives each day. So listen in and join us as we explore how the Bible can provide hope and direction in our lives. Welcome back to the I Hope Podcast. Once again, uh, Pastor Ben here going through the book of Romans with you. And we're thankful for you here at Open Door Baptist Church. And we want to be a help to you. So thank you for listening. I hope that if we can be a help, you would reach out to us. Um, and uh, I've thoroughly enjoyed being able to study hope in the book of Romans with you. I hope that you've enjoyed it, and, but not just enjoyed it, um, but also that uh, it's been a help to you in your Christian walk. Well, today I want to turn your attention to Romans 15 and verse number 4. He says here, uh, Paul's writing, and he says, For whatsoever things were written aforetime, so in other words, the things that are written before, the things that you and I read in the scriptures, uh, were written for our learning, that we, through patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. And so we, we, we see here God tells us that uh, he has carefully crafted and preserved his word um, for us. That, that, that we would learn and then that we would have hope because of the patience and comfort of the scriptures. Well, that, that's a great truth this morning. As we think about that, um, we, we think about, uh, wow, God, God's love for us, that he would do that. God's pl- careful planning, that he would do that for us. I mean, what a, what a great truth. Now, <clears throat> What it says, it's important, obviously, is if we learn to study Scripture, we know that as we read it, we don't read, uh, we don't want to first read ourselves into every passage. We want to first uh, understand what is being written at the current time. What did the original biblical author say to the original biblical audience? But as we understand that, and from that we pull the timeless uh, biblical truth, then, uh, then we're able to then see what God has for us. And in it, God does absolutely have something for us. Uh, it was written, again, for our learning, that, and then also for our patience and our comfort, um, that, that that's where hope would come. And so, uh, man, what, what a great truth. Now, if, if that's true, if God did that, then, you know, what? What's the, what's the obvious next step? Well, we need to read the scripture, right? We need to read them, listen to them, um, and, and, and internalize in our life. They realize, wait, God did this for me. Uh, God, God put these things here. So that's, and that's important uh, as we think about that you know, in our lives. God gave me his word. Um, you know, scripture is relevant. This is not just a historical study. Um, but it, it honestly, it speaks to the deepest needs of my soul. You know, he, he says here, um, pa- patience and comfort of the scriptures. You know, God, God wants to, to, to meet every need in my life. But, but by the way, he, he doesn't expect that I would just have, uh, you know, not, he doesn't expect that I would know things. Isn't that great? God, God doesn't say, well, I just, I want you to be smarter, figure it out. Uh, I want you to have patience. Uh, I want you to comfort yourselves. 
No, God gives all of these things. Um, he, he gives the learning. Now, we, we do have to, we have to apply ourselves. Don't get me wrong. We don't get a magic puff of oh, all of a sudden, I've learned everything I need to know because I'm saved. We don't get this magic you know, uh, wind of patience or wind of comfort just because we exist. We have a part, but God's provided these things for us that if we would take them, that if we would apply ourselves, they're here and they give me hope. And that's exciting to think about um, that truth. So, but again, we have to put in that work of, we got to know the scripture. We got to listen to it. Um, we, we've got to apply it to our lives. And so uh, I want to encourage you with that. Just to, as you think through, um, you know, reading your Bible and as you think through listening in church, it's so easy to make some of these spiritual disciplines a habit and listen and the fact that it's a habit can be a great thing in your life, but, but it can't just be a habit because it, it, if it is, we are missing so much of what God has for us in it. This is a real, we have a real God, a living God, and he wants to interact with us. And he has these, he has this will for us that we would learn from his word, that we would grow in patience, that we would be comforted, that we would result in hope because of his word. And so I want to encourage us, remind us the importance of, of applying God's word, of of digging in, leaning into God's word, and just the absolute plan that God has through through his word for us. Hey everybody, it's Charlie, and you already know that we have nothing to sell you. We don't run any ads on our podcast, and the only ask that we could ever have is for you to leave a review, to share, or to rate our show. So this is all because we want to help other Christians have a better relationship with God's word, and the best way that you can help us with that is just to leave a review. It takes about 10 seconds. You don't have to pause the show or anything, and it costs you nothing. So leave a review. Let's get back to the show. Well, uh, outside of that in this passage, not only that, I do think that's so vitally important, but I want to encourage you as well. I think this passage is just one. I just want to take a moment. I've, I've hoped through what I just said now and our last three times together, I've hoped we could learn some things um, and um, really be able to see some nuance there of hope. But now, if I could today, I'd like to finish our time uh, and finish some more verses in this passage just by, by quite frankly, uh, worshiping God. This is really, really cool, all right? And I realize that's a, uh, that's a very uh, subjective word, um, but I just think, I believe this is neat, incredible, awesome, whatever word we want to say, um, just who God is and God's plan for our life. I just, could we just rejoice in this? Um, you know, we, we, we read this here that God has provided for us, you know, our learning, our patience and comfort. Um, he also prays then in verse five, that the God of that, the God of patience and comfort. Now remember through patience and comfort, that's how we're going to have hope in verse four In verse five, he, Paul refers to God as the God of patience and consolation, the God of patience and comfort. That's who he is. He, he just exudes this patience he exudes comfort to us and he prays that god would grant them like-mindedness there's a major theme of the book of romans um 
But he prays this for these, these believers. And he said that with one mind and one mouth, they would glorify God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so what is that? That is a completion of that truth of, hey, if they would learn from the scriptures, if they would let God give them patience and comfort, right, then the ultimately they're going to live in a, a, a unity that is going to glorify God, right? Now, <clears throat> he continues on in verse number seven. He reminds them of God's plan for the Gentiles. Now, for most everyone listening, this is us. So this is exciting. He's going to review his plan. He says, wherefore, receive you one another as Christ also received us to the glory of God. Now I say, that Jesus Christ was a minister of the circumcision for the truth of God to confirm the promise made unto the fathers and that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. As it is written, for this cause I will confess to thee among the Gentiles and sing unto thy name. And again he saith, rejoice ye Gentiles with his people. And again praise the Lord all ye Gentiles and laud him all ye people. And again Esaias saith, there shall be a root of Jesse and he that shall rise to reign over the Gentiles in him shall the Gentiles trust. So he reminds them of God's plan to, to share, to spread the gospel to every creature. And that's how it got to you and to me today. And that's exciting. He reviews that. And then verse 13. This is, I want you to remember this truth today. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Paul finishes in this, this thought in verse number 13 by praying that the God of hope would fill them. The God of hope. Isn't that, a, isn't that an incredible expression? The God of hope. We've been focusing all year on hope. We've talked about so many different things from different passages. But Paul here describes, he calls God the God of hope. The God that is endlessly hopeful. The God that is full of hope, the God that gives hope, the God that inspires hope, the, that causes hope, the God that is worthy of hope, the God that will fill your heart with hope, the, the God that is the essence of hope. And there's no situation that this God has ever seen that is beyond repair. There is no problem that is too big, no root that is too deep. There, there's nothing that he is intimidated, intimidated by. There's nothing that he fears. There's nothing that he can't overcome. He's the God of hope. And boy, today, I, I told you, let's just worship the God of hope. Would you do that in your heart? Just thank God that he is the God, the God of hope. And if he's the God of hope, boy, that's worth worshiping. But then also notice, as Paul prays that, Praise that that God would fill them with joy and peace as they believe, as they do right. Why that they would abound in hope. In other words, that that the hope, the the truth of who God is, not a made up truth, not a let's drum up excitement where there is none. No, the truth that that God's the God of hope. He says, if we're full of him, if we're trusting him, if we're listening, if we're applying his word, we're living in worship, the ultimate goal is what that we would abound in hope, that we would be just full of hope, that, that we would be people of hope, that it would, that would be the essence of our lives through the power of the Holy Ghost. 
Again, not because of us, but because of him. Just let that sink in today. Let it sink into your situation, to your need, to your doubt, to your questions, your wondering, to your suffering today maybe. Whatever it is, the God of hope wants to fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you would abound, that you would just be filled with, that you would be overwhelmed by, that you would be defined by hope because of his power that is actively at work in your life. That's an incredible verse. That's Romans 15, 13. Hey, maybe you need to write that down. Uh, Maybe you need to post that somewhere. Hey, it's easy to get down. It's easy to get overwhelmed by life. Absolutely. Um, But at the same time, boy, when we are, when we, when our minds are removed from this truth, boy, it is a shame because this is reality and this is where we need to turn in our dark moments, in our moments of joy as well, but in our dark moments. And I would encourage you uh, to worship today, to, to lean on, to, to rely on the God of hope, that we will be filled with joy and peace and that we would abound in hope. I hope that's an encouragement to you today. And we are praying for you again at our church. If we can reach out to you here, uh, if we can help you, we, we hope that you would let us know. And uh, we here at Open Door want to be a blessing to you. Have a great day. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you've been encouraged by I Hope, why not share it with a friend or leave us a review? Until next week, God bless.